Welcome to the Light of God's Word broadcast, a broadcast that is shining the light of God's Word through expositional teaching of the Bible. This broadcast is a ministry of Lighthouse Independent Baptist Church in Lewisburg, Tennessee. You can find more information about our church at www.lewisburglighthouse.com. We pray that this broadcast is a blessing to you. Well, I am Pastor Josh Sleathers of Lighthouse Independent Baptist Church in Lewisburg, Tennessee, and I welcome you to our broadcast, and thank you so much for taking a part of your day and spending it here with us. Now, I regard it as a wonderful privilege to study and to teach the Word of God. As a pastor, I have a lot of responsibilities and duties, but my, uh, I guess you would say my favorite is to have the opportunity to open up the Word of God and to teach the Word of God. And that's what I want to do on this broadcast. And I pray that you'll join me each week as we um, have 15 minutes of walking through a book of the Bible. We're beginning today with 1 Corinthians, and here in just a few moments we will be in chapter 1, beginning in verse number 1. And I pray that you will go on this journey uh, with us as we walk through the book of 1 Corinthians. If you have your Bibles, we will go ahead and read verses 1 through 3, where the Bible says, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ, through the will of God and Sothenes, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, and with all that in every place, call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. As we look at this scripture, we're introduced to the author that God used to pen his word to the church at Corinth and thus in the Bible for us today was the Apostle Paul. And a little background information as we enter into this book, the Apostle Paul was on three, went on three missionary journeys. Uh, one took place between 46 and 47 A.D., and then the second one between 48, 49 to 51 A.D., and then the final one in 52 to 57 A.D. Now, he had been aided by many people throughout his ministry, and one of the things that I know about ministry and the Bible shows us about ministry is God uses an assortment of people. And uh, Paul is one that we look at in Scripture and we see much of the great work that he did, uh, but he was often helped by people in the church, uh, laborers for the cause of Christ. And I encourage you as you're listening to get involved and labor in your local church uh, and aid the pastor and aid the missionaries and the evangelist in the work of God, and thus your ministry. And, and so now as we look at Paul, Paul, after a brief trip, uh, to Judea and Syria, Paul settled in Ephesus for about three years. And while he was there, he wrote the book of 1 Corinthians to this Corinthian church. Uh, the, as he wrote to them, he was writing to them about some teachings that he had taught them, but evidently they had either mis misunderstood or they had uh, left the teachings of Paul and now this church at Corinth was plagued with serious problems, 
problems such as division, sexual immorality, and not only that, also a, a sense of elitism, this, this sense of uh, this group of the church is better than that group. And so as we begin to walk through the book of 1 Corinthians, we're going to come across different issues that Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, uh, deals with through this wonderful book of the Bible. There was a lot of confusion that they had about marriage and divorce and participation in, in pagan uh, rituals and religions, uh, how the church was to function, the, the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ and of Christians themselves. And so in response to these difficulties and these challenges that the Corinthian church faced, Paul was compelled by the Holy Spirit to write a a rather lengthy letter, and it'll take us many weeks to walk through this book of the Bible, and he's making the case that much of their conduct, much of the way that they lived and the way they taught, was not in line with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we, of course, know uh, this is known as the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, uh, and we're going to be studying it for some time. Of course, we know later there is a second letter uh, in Scripture for the Corinthian church. Now, this book is a pastoral letter to a troubled church, a, a pastoral letter to a troubled church. He's writing to a group of people that he loves, a group of people that he's invested in. And as we begin to look at uh, 1 Corinthians, one of the things that we're going to find is many of the issues that the church at Corinth faced Many years ago, we as a church still face many times today. And many of the challenges that, that they dealt with and, and, and Paul is teaching them about are, are teachings that we apply today in order to walk in line with Scripture. And so this today we're going to look at this passage of Scripture known as the salutation of the book of First Corinthians, as Paul is entering into his letter in which he would teach them. There's a couple things I want us to notice from the salutation. First of all, notice the greeting in the salutation. Verse 1, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and Sothenes, our brother. It's very clear who this letter is from. The first greeter, the primary greeting in this is from Paul. There's a couple things about him. First of all, uh, we notice that he is indeed the author. It begins with the identification, Paul. Apart from Jesus Christ, I, I uh, find Paul to be one of the most interesting people in the Bible. A man who was born about the same time as Jesus in the city of Tarsus, however. Uh, he was born in a Roman province in Southeast Asia Minor. Originally, of course, his name was Saul. Uh, but it is called Paul after his salvation. And according to Jewish custom, Paul would have learned to trade before beginning his more direct preparation in which he fulfilled to become a Pharisee. And the trade he acquired was the making of tents. And we'll find as he talks later on about his uh, job or occupation of tent making. Uh, his early education having been completed, Paul uh, was sent, uh, no doubt, around the age of 13 years old to 
the great Jewish school of sacred learning in Jerusalem, where he would become a student of the law. He became the pupil or the student of the celebrated Gamaliel, and he spent many years in careful study of the scripture. And during these years of study, he lived, as he said, in all good conscience. And uh, he wasn't snared in by the vices of the city, but he lived in good conscience. Then, after his period of student life had expired, he, he most likely left Jerusalem to go back home uh, at Tarsus, where he probably spent time in the synagogue for some years. But it wasn't long before he was back at Jerusalem, shortly after the death of Jesus Christ, and he became one of the chief persecutors of the early Christians. In fact, we find him present at the stoning of Stephen, one of the first martyrs of the church, the early church. When he was on his way to root out the Christians in, in Damascus, he was confronted by and eventually converted to the Lord Jesus Christ. And immediately after his conversion, he, he began great study, uh, of course, and, and a great work for the cause of Jesus Christ. Now, after about three years, he began to boldly preach in the name of Jesus. Uh, but soon, he was fleeing from the Jews, and uh, soon uh, they were after him. After some years... Uh, he went to preach the gospel in Antioch, and it was from the church in Antioch that Paul and Barnabas were sent out on that first missionary journey that I mentioned earlier in the broadcast. Paul was used by God to plant many churches, and as we find in the New Testament, wrote many letters to these churches, and uh, it's so wonderful to have those uh, to read and to grow from, and that's what we're, our goal is through teaching this, is to grow from the teaching of the Word of God. And so we know that it was Paul. But he says, secondly, in this, in this text, in verse 1 of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. Notice his authority in writing this. Paul understood that he wasn't self-called to ministry. He wasn't self-called to the service. He didn't volunteer to serve God. Instead, he had been called by the will of God, into his service for the Lord. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. After he was confronted in Acts chapter 9 by Jesus, Jesus said to him in Acts chapter 9 verse 6, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And so after several days, the Lord told Ananias that he was to go and minister to Paul, and after some protesting by Ananias, the Lord said to him in Acts chapter 9, verse 15, Go thy way, speaking of Paul, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. So we have Paul, the person writing 1 Corinthians. We find his authority as he was chosen by God, called by God to be an apostle through the will of God. And then thirdly, uh, notice this. He, he was indeed an apostle. Now, this is an official office with a wonderful authority in the early church, and it is not able to be separated to, from Jesus Christ. And I, I want us to, to understand, and we'll talk maybe more about this later, one of the things 
that, that made an apostle apostle and not just someone uh, who, if you will, disciplined themselves according to the teachings of, of, of Scripture and of Jesus Christ, is the fact that an apostle was called by Jesus Christ. And I'm thankful uh, that, that Paul indeed was called by Jesus Christ. But if we notice in this greeting, it's not just Paul in verse number one. We also find an associate that he has, and that second person we find is Sothenes. Uh, that's his name. Um, the name was a common name, but he was not a common Christian. He was dedicated. Some people believe that he was the same uh, Sothenes from Acts chapter 18, verse 17, but as far as I know, there's no proof for that. But notice his designation, a very special designation that we'll find throughout 1 Corinthians, and a designation that as believers we should cherish, Sothenes, our brother. He wasn't necessarily an apostle, but he was our brother. He's part of the family of God. And what a wonderful title it is to know that as a believer, we have many brothers and sisters in Christ. In verse number two, we find the ones to whom this was written, the ones that this was designated to. Verse two, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all that in every place, call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Now, we'll get into this this week, and we'll, we'll continue into it next week, but we find that this was written to the church at Corinth. This was a church that Paul had helped establish uh, some months earlier, and now he's, he's writing unto them. But I want you to notice this. It was the church of God. This was God's church. And can I say this morning or the, today as you're listening to this, I, I want to say to you that, that the church is a wonderful, wonderful group of people that belong to God. And uh, sometimes if we're not careful, we will, we will uh, almost, if you will, look at a church as if it's someone's church, as the, as the pastor's church, or, or this group of people's church. But understand this, Paul understood that the church of Corinth was not Paul's church. As we'll look at later, it wasn't Apollos' church. It, weren't, it wasn't these people's church, it was God's church. And I'm thankful that we have an opportunity to serve in God's church. And I pray that you're busy serving in God's church. Thank you so much for listening today. And, and next week, we'll pick up right where we left off here in verse number two, as we continue to grow in our understanding of the word of God. And as we walk through this wonderful book of 1 Corinthians, can I encourage you this week to be a light to others so that through you, they may see the glory of God.